Welcome back to episode 22 Ooh, of the Talking Fit podcast. podcast. 22. I'm going to be 22 this year. Ooh. Oh my God. When are we going to stop this thing? <laughs> We're in like the prime period of relating to our age. So episode 22. I'm 22 this year. Let's go. Happy Tuesday to everyone. Happy Tuesday. Because... My God, what a horrible, horrible week. <laughs> Guys, it's been it a has week. Been Holy, holy shit. Holy actual shit. I wouldn't <laughs> wish the week I've had on my worst enemy. Hey, I wouldn't wish the half a week I've had on anyone oh, either. I like, don't know what what happened to us. What have oh, we done to deserve this? I know, I know. So The gods have just... Yeah, they've just obviously oh. seen us and gone, you guys need to be seriously humbled. Honestly, like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's been like, uh, I've never felt so horrible and I've not been that sick in a long time. Like, wow, like, I nearly died. <laughs> oh, he's so dramatic. Such no. a typical boy. But um, we'll give a quick recap. Our week's been terrible. This has been the first week we've recapped and been like, wow, horrible. So bad. Um, so what was it? Last sad day. It's obviously not the one that just came, but the one before. Uh, I was home alone. We just filmed episode 21 and I needed to get dinner. So I ordered some Porto from Gateshead. Now, if you know Gateshead, you know. <laughs> Um, but I've know. Uber Eats from there several times and what I get is like a half uh, chicken box meal and it's so good. I normally like, it's the best thing I get from Porto. You get half a chicken, you get like rice and then you get like pita bread with a garlic dip and you get chips as well. It's really good. Like it's, it's, it's actually really good. But this time for some reason, something has gone horribly wrong and I was already, I already had like a bit of a cold and everything from uh, like where I work. I've gotten off a kid, some kid. Um, uh, and I was already sort of, I had uh, a bit of a fever and like, you know, like sore throat and everything. And then it came to Sunday and then all of a sudden I'm on the toilet every five minutes and I'm sitting here thinking, <laughs> it's probably TMI. Wow. Um, like, oh, I've gotten some like gastro, gastro or thing or like maybe this is the new strand of COVID or maybe it's the new influenza. But like I didn't have COVID because I was doing tests and nothing there. Anyway, it got worse and worse to the point where like it was Tuesday and I was like, no, like I have to go to the hospital because this is like terrible. Like I literally had the worst cramps in my stomach ever. Nothing solid was coming out of my butt. Oh, my God, Louis. <laughs> sorry, sorry, TMI. You can't say that. Um, but, no, it was just, like, the worst, the worst cramping. The cramping was what was really painful. Like, felt like I was, there was a knife inside of my gut. Like, it was really bad. So, we go to the hospital on Tuesday, and they just, you know, gave, gave me an IV, and they just thought, oh, you know, it's probably just the flu or like something real bad and you've gotten gastro from it or something or it's just diarrhea and whatever and I was like righto so I went home and I started having like hydrolytes and stuff the hydrolyte was a godsend that was that actually made me get better a lot quicker and I gave them like a stool sample before I left <laughs> and then I got called 
uh, no, I got my results, sorry, the next day from a swab that I got, like they did like the COVID swab. And it just said I was positive for rhinovirus. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this explains it. Like, what the fuck's rhinovirus? I look it up and it's just like the most common form of the common cold you get from kids. Yeah, like nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. So, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense as to how I felt so horrible the last few days. And so, the next day they call me because I'm sitting. I'm like, oh, maybe the sample of my poo will give something. (laughs) So, it's just just, 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 weird. And they call me up and they say, oh, yeah, we just wanted to let you know you've had salmonella poisoning. And I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like that's probably explained your whole cramp situation and everything wrong with you having diarrhea and everything like that and whatever. And the only thing I can attribute it to was the Aporto I had on Saturday night because I didn't eat anything on the Sunday really. And from the Sunday to the Monday to the Tuesday, like nothing was in my system. And, you know, it was terrible, like, oh, like the worst pain ever. And I'm still only just getting better from it. And it's, no, it's Monday, you know, the following week. So. Yeah, he was in a bad way. Terrible. God love him. And then now. And now I went home last Tuesday because I had shit to do. I was like, I'm so sorry, but Mm. I have to leave you. Yeah. So, I went home and then I sort of felt off and I was like, shit, like I've caught whatever because at this point I didn't know it was salmonella. I've like I've I've caught whatever like stomach thing yeah. Lewis has. So I went home and it was Tuesday. I just put up with it. Wednesday rolled around. I was okay. I was just really really fatigued. And then by Wednesday night after work, I'd gotten in bed and it had gone from probably like a 3 to a solid 7 in sickness. Yeah. Within a few hours, like I was so crook. And I didn't sleep really at all that night. I couldn't breathe through my nose. My nose was completely blocked. And if you know me, I've already got a really bad nose. Like I can't breathe through it at night anyway. But it was completely blocked. So I was breathing through my mouth, which made my throat so sore. And like my lips were so dry. I woke up the next morning feeling like actual death. Like I I was like, this can't just be the common cold. You had like the ear infection too, didn't oh, you? And yeah, I also had an ear infection, which I'm pretty sure it had to have been because there was just such a buildup of like mucus in Ugh. my head. Um, so I woke up with an ear infection and I could barely open my eyes or breathe. It was horrible. So I've crawled out of bed, done a COVID test just to see and the double lines popped up within half a second. Ugh. So I from my work as well, have caught mega COVID. Yeah, like, like I, not like a light strain. It was nothing the like the last time I had it. I was fine. This one was so bad. Like, I'm not even kidding. I literally cried. There was a point, <laughs> there was a point in the morning where I felt so sick. I couldn't move my head because of my ear. I couldn't breathe out of my nose, but it was just running anyway. Like, you know, when your nose yeah. is blocked. Yeah. But then it's still runny. It was like that. And my mouth was just so dry and disgusting. Like, I honestly wanted to rip my head off yeah, and just so replace it with a new one. Yeah. You know, when you, you get really sick in the head, you want to just get like a kettle and just like and just drain, like drain yeah. your whole head yeah. or get like a, an ice pick and stab it in yeah. your skull to release the pressure. That's what I felt like. Mm. So, I called the doctor. I was like, please give me this new antiviral pill and... 
He's like, no, you don't qualify because it's an $1,000 pill. Jesus. So he's like, oh, you're going to get worse before you get better. I'm really sorry, but you'll be better in a few days. And what is it? It's Monday. My worst day was Thursday and I'm pretty much nearly better. Just got a bit of a cough if you hear it. Yeah, apologies. But... If you can tell. To cut a long story short, that is why we're filming on Monday. To cut my story Sorry, off, sorry. All right, Mr. I thought you're finished. Five I thought you're finished. About your butthole. Finished. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's probably why I sound a bit sick. I'm still recovering. It was gnarly. But yes, so that's been our horrible week. But we're still here, kicking on with another episode. And this week we've got eight things here. Uh, that we're going to go through and they're kind of like tips. Maybe you can relate or maybe if you're starting the gym, I kind of want to make this episode too because we like to get on here and talk a whole lot of shit and nonsense and stuff. But to have like an episode to, if we did have anyone that was like new or unsure that was listening, like go and listen to that one because, you know, we give some actual advice rather than... It would be nice to give some advice rather than just talk... Rather than... Absolute rubbish. Why you can't wear a string And give out unsolicited opinions. Unlocked it. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you're watching this, I'm still in my PJ era because of my my, my illness. So, she's don't a, judge she's me. She's wearing a cow onesie to I'm all the listeners. I'm wearing my cow onesie. Yeah. <laughs> it's comfy. All right. So, Grace has got them here. I've got them in our notes app. So, yeah, this is some tips for anybody that's new. Yep. These are our little hacks. Yep. To start the gym. So, so Grace has got one first. So, my first one is very generic and it's sort of, it's common sense to a point, but don't worry about what other people are thinking. I know a lot of people are scared to go into the gym when they first start. And if you're listening and you already have taken that step that's great but i know a lot of people don't actually want to go to the gym because they're worried about other people judging them don't even consider what other people think about you because everyone is there to work on themselves no one goes to the gym to look at other people and make fun of them and if they do that's just showing their own insecurities yeah i guarantee you all the big fit ripped people they really couldn't care less what anybody else looks like or what yeah. anybody else does. Yeah. They're just there worrying about themselves. They're too worried about themselves to care what you're doing over there. Yeah. I think it's it can be a bit hard too because when you see all those like, you know, the Joey Swell videos, how he calls out the people that like do do that. They go into gyms and like might be someone new or, you know, like doing nothing wrong and they like those videos people make TikToks making yeah, fun making of them and shit like that. It's just like that is you're going to find that everywhere yeah, sort of you go. No, I know and I know it but I No, like, but that's such a rarity, I yeah, think. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever been in a gym where well, I, it's hard to tell. I don't think you will find that everywhere yeah. you go. No one does that. And yeah, no one's stupid enough to go and do that cuz they know like as much as this like fitness industry is quite toxic. No one's, like, going to, you know, a- applaud you that, like, oh, if they yeah. see that online. So, yeah, no. you're always safe if that ever gets out, you know. And there are a lot of, like, internet people who are trolls and bullies and stuff. And, you know, it's it's unavoidable wherever you go, I know, but it doesn't excuse it. Just, just know that that's, yeah, it is a rarity. And, it's, and everyone's just too busy 
focusing on themselves. It's an achievement. Other people, if anything, if people are going to look at you and think something, they're going to think, how good is it that they've decided to step foot in the gym? Yeah. Like every, I feel like everyone has a mutual proudness of everyone else yeah like it's a really good friendly community it is you've got to go to a gym where there is that sort of community they don't exist everywhere they do it ours our gym's good yeah our gym's really good. um and you know if anything people are going to approach you to help you like they're not going to approach you to be like what the fuck are you doing people will approach you and be like no look like i'm just and if anyone does approach you know that they're looking out for your benefit as well and your safety and safety because trust me like you think you when you enter the gym a lot of people i know i used to think i was the bee's knees and i knew everything and whatever but like the amount of mistakes i used to make back then compared to now like i wish someone had stepped in and been like no look you're doing this wrong or you know because then it saves things like you know injuries that might come up or you know things like that like but i would bet my whole bank account that no one, no one will judge you or care what you're doing in the gym if no. you start out. That's the point of the gym. Yeah, is for everyone to get healthy, no matter what you might look like, what you might think you look like. No one actually really cares about yeah anyone else in there. That's probably a blunt way to put it, but it's the truth. Yeah. If anything, if I see someone who's new and I can tell, I actually want to like work out with them, kind of. Yeah, me too. Like, I always. I want to just be like your not men. I guess mentor in a way in the gym, like just like help you and because it's just we know that there's like you could easily go and get a pt but they're just going to tell you you know at, at the end of the day it's a job for them so they're getting paid whereas like i would do it for free you know what i mean like I, if you were to come work out with me like i wouldn't care you know what i mean i'd be like sure yeah because you could probably benefit off it the same way i would benefit off going and working out someone that's been in the gym for six seven years you know what i mean yeah like it just you've always got to be i guess humble in a sense I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. But yeah, I think I'd, I always like seeing new people in the gym. It's really good. Yeah, people like it. But what is your next tip? My one. So is uh, progress takes time. Most people who are like big in the gym have been working out for close to like a decade. Some of them. I know a lot of people now, especially if they're natural, like not talking not talking no steroid Sorry. business um but just know that it doesn't obviously happen overnight no. we all know that and there's probably plenty of people that start off in the gym who do know that but there's lots that don't like people think it comes like that and then they'll instantly think i'm doing something wrong like I you know i want to build a booty yeah like it, it those those no. those are like you can see a change definitely in 8 weeks 10 weeks but at the same time, don't be disheartened if it doesn't if happen. If you don't, like, that's right. For some people, progress can take longer. If you've got, you may not be able to dedicate your life to it like some people. Like some people just have the time, you know. Mm-hmm. You see people online, it's their job. Like they can dedicate all their time. But you might be balancing a, you know, a family and having children and also going to work. And then now you've got to add in, oh, I've got to go to the gym. And then I've also got to be dieting the whole time and then but i've got to cook for my kids and whatever and like you know there's like a lot that goes into it um and time is the big factor in it is that these people have got so much time to track everything that they do absolutely everything monitor it and also be learning all the time like some people just don't have the time you know what i mean so progress but it will happen if you're consistent progress comes 
it, it will come. Like it will That's come. That's right. It's not going to... You've got to be consistent It's not it. going to come in a matter of weeks. You have to stay consistent for a while, a fair while. Yeah. And also remember, if that's off-putting, because I know a lot of people think, oh, well, if I'm not going to look different in two months. What's the point? Well, just picture yourself two months from now mm. having not done anything. Nothing would have yeah. changed. Yeah, exactly. If you started and give yourself, yeah, two, three months, you will start seeing progress. Yeah. Except in the long run, that's exactly right. Progress takes a long time. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that will show their, you know, one-year transformation yeah. and it's insane. You can rule that down if it's too insane to either gear or, as Lewis said, they've just got an abundance of time on their hands where and, they can dedicate yeah. their livelihood to it, and which isn't like, realistic. Yeah. Genetics as well, but we won't get into That's that. That's right. Genetics is another big thing. But you have to give yourself, as Lewis said, these natural people that look amazing, it's taken them... So years, long. yeah, like so years long. and years to look the way they do. Mm-hmm. It's not a really quick fix to look amazing stepping yeah. in the gym. Like you have to dedicate your life to it, even if it's not your whole life. Even if you can't dedicate a hundred percent of yourself into it, if you stay consistent with it, then you will slowly get results. Yeah. But just don't be disheartened and people will plateau and everything as yeah, well. Yeah. You get that, just, you know, but you'll learn the tools if you stick with it to overcome that and you will keep growing. Yeah. And at the end of the day to these people who have been doing it for so long are just as unsatisfied as you are, like with how they look. Like you'd be no surprised. Ever no one is satisfied in it's the gym. It's the curse of it. It's it sounds corny and like you it's know. So you, I know I know what people are thinking who are like starting off when they see or hear people who do look great to them say and they go bullshit. You know they're just full of themselves or they're looking for attention. Like they're just, they're honestly not. Just you wait. Like you'll get to a stage where you do look great and you know it. But part of you also goes, I should look better than this. Like, you will always think you should be looking better than you do. Or, like, then you'll find a shit angle of yourself or something. You'll be like, oh, wow, I don't even look like I go to the gym and stuff. That's inevitable. That's going to come. And But nobody sees you like that. You're yeah. the only person that mm-hmm. sees yourself exactly. like that. Exactly. So, next one. What's your next one, guys? My next one's a quick one. Don't be afraid to ask people for help in the gym. That's why they're there. That's why the workers are there. Yeah. I remember I when I first started at any time, I had to ask the girls at the front how to use a few machines. Cause let's be honest, some of the machines are like so confusing for no reason. And if you don't know, you just don't know. You're not expected to go in there and know how to use everything. You can ask the people at the front or you can ask anyone else in the gym. Chances are if you come up to somebody in the gym while they're resting in between their sets and go, oh, can you come and show me how to use this machine? Like, I I have no idea. That's going to give them the fattest ego boost ever because you've just gone up to them Think like thinking that they're experienced. So yeah. they're going to be like, oh, I feel great. Of course, I'll come help you. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask people. I think it's, it, again, it's a community and everyone's there to help each other. So yeah, exactly. Ask for any advice. People love giving advice. Yeah. You must know though that just because someone will give you 
advice on how to work out or how to eat that's helped them, it's not going to be the same for you. Yeah, Everyone's needs are different and you'll figure that out over time or with a great coach. But still, there's no harm in asking people for help in any aspect of it. Yeah, It'll make them feel good and it'll make you feel good because you'll know more. Mm. And everyone's different too in how they learn things like... Learning off like a guy talking to you on a screen may not be as good as like actually physically getting the help in the gym off like a real person, like someone, you know, like you could do all the research you want and stuff um, to learn how to do certain things. But the advice, at least I always find, is always going to be better in person. Yeah, So, I can understand why like, you know, you would consult like a PT or someone like that because it's good to get your bearings and whatever in the gym if you're really not sure and... And it's a good investment of your money if you have it. I know we knock PTs from time to time, but if you've not got all the time on your hands to learn it for yourself, to save time from wasting time, I guess, from save save yourself from wasting time, then, you know, that's always good. And But just know that people give advice for free in the gym I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm not even talking about PTs. Yeah, I'm yeah. just talking about anyone. Yeah. I still go up to people and if I see them doing an exercise – a way that I haven't seen it done before. I will literally walk up to them and be like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Not in a way to be like, why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. But I'll say, why? I want to know why you're doing that. Why Mm. does it benefit you? Yeah. Because we're all there to learn, so. Yeah. And even like a spot, if you need a spot, like everyone will help you spot. Like I guarantee not a single person will be like, no. Like. Yeah. And yeah, people will people will definitely help you out. Use the NPCs around you. <laughs> um, so my next one is uh, don't let the abundance of information on social media overwhelm you. Consistency is what builds muscle. So this is what we'll just touching on just briefly then. Uh, nowadays, I know it's so easy to learn everything you need to know online because every information's free and it's everywhere and it's so true like you should do some sort of research to an extent because it does better you in the long run um you know whether that's following certain people on instagram or youtube or tiktok who are you know like informative with their fitness content and stuff you know that's really important like how we watch like ryan Dewars and tnf and all that sort of stuff jpg all that they'll teach you everything and you know it's good but in the same time there's so much out there that i and i know i've spoken about this before and i've fallen into this habit as well is you will chop and change what you do each week because oh, well, this bloke said this now, you know, it's different. The information always changes. It's always changing with the the new science, especially if you are like doing science-based lifting or like, you know, really listening to those guys. It's always consistently changing, but it's also a sense of like when you're a fitness person and like a content creator, like you're trying to just get as much as your information out and it might be there's several good ways to do a like a a flat press or something, you know, or like, well, that you could, you could like, there's several different ways you could train your chest. You know what I mean? And like, it's every exercise is going to stimulate it. Great. You know, one week you might see someone might go on that you follow. Oh, we're well, doing a seated, like the machine, like incline presses, how you train your upper chest the best. And next week they might 
you might see them doing or talking about doing an incline press, but with dumbbells instead. And then you go, well, hang on. Like I just started doing the seated machine press because you'd said it. And then now they're doing this. And, that. and then what I used to do is then I'd go, oh, well, now I need to do this instead. You know, I'll go, oh, no, I'm doing it completely wrong. Like I always would be doubt myself and be like, I'm doing it wrong. But what you don't realize is then you're going to fall into a trap of you're not going to be consistent with any movements you do because they do change. Like the they would hit the muscle differently. And if you're consistently changing how you do things you're all the time, progress you're not going to progress. Yeah, you're not going to be able to progress on anything because the weight might be different on a machine compared to a plate-loaded thing. Like the, the, everything's different. And if you change it every week, you're not going to see results. Like that's the one thing that they do preach, but it can get confusing with when they provide so much information is that you need to be consistent with your movements and like your days in the gym for at least like eight weeks plus before you think to change and exercise out completely or remodel what you do in the gym, you know, like just stick to the fundamentals and like, you know, this takes me on to my next tip, which is often less is more. Mm -hmm. So stick to your basic sets and reps and exercises um, it's so easy, as Lewis said, with this abundance of new information on the internet to go with that and be changing it up every week. You see the next best, the next best thing mm-hmm. one day. So you do it this week and then something else comes out. So you do that. It's like, no, what is going to get you the best results for growing muscle is sticking to the basics. So yeah, you should have what your eight week block. You can go for longer of the same workouts, I'd recommend that to people. Yeah. You should keep your weeks exactly the same. Identical, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you have your um, each workout on one of those days and you replicate that every single week for at least eight weeks before you think about changing. Yeah. And in that eight-week block, your goal is to just progressively overload in those movements. Yeah, just get stronger and add a bit more weight here and, and there. And you don't or- need to be doing six sets of 15 reps you don't need to be doing crazy numbers i'm talking like look i'd say a good baseline three sets i'd say up to 10 reps going to failure you need to discover where failure is for you what weight that is and don't be afraid to push to failure but you don't need to overcomplicate it you can keep your movements simple yeah your reps low and heavy Mm-hmm. and your set's low, and that can give you results. Exactly. You don't have yeah. to be doing these crazy plyometric things that you see on the internet or be doing these crazy workouts that people are doing. You mm. know, you see a lot of a lot of people doing a lot of different crazy stuff. Yeah. You don't have to be doing that. Yeah. If you really want to see results, keep it simple. Also, with that note of like, I think it's important, especially if you're starting out, to really not worry too much about the weight and doing it so heavy. When you, If you're like brand new, this is what I'm talking, and more focus on learning form before you then go, all right, let's 100%. start. Because you're going to struggle working the muscle properly if your Form's form is bad. bad Like, and you'll end up injuring yourself. And I know I can speak from experience on how I used to bench press and all that sort of stuff. And it just like, I get like, it can be from, it's probably from just act, like gym activity over a long course of time anyway. But like, 
I get a stiff back now sometimes and yeah. like a little bit of back pain. And that's 100% it's from me just having very rubbish form, form when 100%. I started. 100%. You need to obviously get your form sorted first yeah. on everything, yeah. everything. You have to have your form sorted. Once you have your form sorted, that's when you can start upping the weights. Yeah. But just don't overcomplicate it. Don't do too many movements per session. Don't do too many sets. Don't do too many reps. Nice basic movements. Build yeah. off your compounds. Yeah. But don't be doing anything crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It depends what your goals are, obviously. But we're talking about if you want to build muscle, less is more. Less is more. Yes, it's very true. Um, All right. What is our next tip? And if you want to learn form, just ask your friendly gym bro. <laughs> Yeah. Like you said before. Um, my point sort of builds off the question that we were asked. I will actually, I'll actually read the question because I kind of I keep coughing. Oh yeah. So, so this next tip, we're also going to incorporate a question that Angel asked us. Um, shout out, Angel. Love you. You're the best. Angel asked us how do you keep motivated in the gym oh yeah how do you keep motivated so lewis is going to build off this quickly let me just quickly say my point i'll be quick motivation doesn't exist okay it will be there at the start but it's going to go real fast it's not motivation it's discipline that's all i'm going to say um so motivation does exist but it comes and goes in waves so you have to learn to overcome like a lack of motivation. Obviously, discipline is a thing and discipline wins every time over You're motivation. Never gonna- You're going to get to a point, right? And Grace and I are at a point where we hate the gym some days. Like you will hate working out and eating what you have to eat and stuff. Like there are points where you're going to... And you might think it's stupid then, but... It's not. It's a matter of pushing past that because you will find it again. Like when you're in the gym originally, when you start, you'll have all the motivation in the world, but it will go eventually. It may go quick. It may be there, stick around for a bit. Just know when you run out of it, it doesn't mean you, you stop. stop everything and go, well, no, it just means I don't have to do this anymore. No, you have to find a way to push past it. It's what's the hardest part in the gym is having good discipline and not relying on your motivation and you know like coming back still even when you do like feel like you hate it like you just can't be asked on the gym one day or you know hitting legs or you know eating the lunch you're supposed to eat you've just got to get over that fact and just get through it and one thing i find that can help me is don't let the gym be your whole life in terms of don't like i think this is a point just it's just what helps me like recently I've been just like going in like shooting the basketball again and like doing things like that. It's important to have other aspects of like physical activity rather than just the gym because the gym can get so copy and paste mundane. and mundane and robotic and the same thing Monday to Friday in and out in the hours that you take and everything. Switch it up. Where you're going to get bored of it. It's just going to get boring. And the only thing you can do is switch it up. Whether that is like, yeah, do something different. Find do, joy in the gym. Yeah, or have your have your little thing. See, I will go to the gym and I like the gym and whatever. But I would be, I would play basketball competitively before I ever competed like in like bodybuilding or anything like that. Like, because I just find so much more fun in doing that Can I also- than the gym. Like the gym is there and I do enjoy it and I love it. But 
have your other things. You know what I mean? Like you've started roller skating and stuff now yeah. too. And just you've got to have other things Can going I on. Can I also stress, and this needs to be stressed. I don't care what anyone says. Um, you're stupid if you think otherwise. Strength and hypertrophy training isn't the only reason to go to the gym. You don't have to be doing that every single point in your life at every single stage you're at the gym in your life it doesn't have to be for strength or hypertrophy purposes if you've genuinely lost your love for it and you find love doing cardio or doing hit or doing calisthenics or whatever it's called do that like you don't have to just stick to hypertrophy training for your whole life there's other things you can do in the gym to keep active and fit yeah that's fine. Yeah. If you don't want to go in and smash out your five exercises, three sets, ten reps, do a hit workout, yeah. do a class. There's nothing wrong with it. People are so, oh, everything that's not hypertrophy is just shit. You're wasting your time. Shut up, okay? It's yeah. not the be-all yeah. and end-all. Yeah. Do what you want. If something makes you happy, do it. If you really enjoy going to classes, go to classes. They are fun. But on the motivation point, Angel, I will say motivation's going to be there sometimes. Use it when it's there. But I would say you need to be disciplined. If you really have a goal, you have to be disciplined with it. You're going to feel like shit, as Lewis said, some days. But it doesn't matter. You have to get it done. You have to work past that mental barrier. Go in, get it done. You'll feel better for it. Yeah. And when the motivation's there, that's great. Use it. But yeah. it won't always be there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you will find it in... I always find it comes in it waves. It comes in waves. Sometimes it'll hit you all of a sudden. You go, oh, I love the gym. But like, you'll I just also go all the time. hit a certain point in your gym journey where it genuinely just becomes a part of your routine. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't do it, even if you feel like shit and you don't want to do it, if you skip it for some reason for a day, you'll feel like shit for skipping it. Yeah, yeah. Like it just becomes a part of your routine in your life. Yeah. Um, you just have to keep consistent with it and stay disciplined. Yeah. I think it's important too if you're younger to not let it be your whole life and like your that's, personality. That's like right. If you're 14, 15, like starting out in the gym, great. Don't but waste. But don't let it be your whole, whole childhood and stuff. Like yeah. allow yourself to like fuck allow up and do shit and like. To go out, have fun, yeah. drink, eat what you want. Yeah. Well, maybe not drink it. For, <laughs> well, no, no. Well, <laughs> I'm saying like. Don't, because I know I've been in the headspace of, oh, I don't want to go out because I don't want to drink because it will make me fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Don't let it stop. consume you like don't that. Don't let it consume you like that. It's yeah. re- At the end of the day, it's not that deep. We're all going to die. Yeah. Okay, balance. my <laughs> balance. That's right. My next one, my last one is a good one that people are starting to realize. Food is not the enemy. Mm-hmm. Food is so, it can be so toxic. Um, I understand that. And it was so toxic for me probably been toxic for you at some point in your life um everyone seems to think that if you eat a bunch of food you're gonna get fat that can be true in some cases but it's truly not the case food i've only just really put this into practice when i started my bulk this year which was like what the start of the year Yeah, yeah even i struggled to push past the thought of oh, but if I increase my calories to to 3,000 calories, like I will start putting on weight and I'm going to lose everything that I've worked for. Like everyone, I always thought everyone knew me for being so toned and lean. Mm -hmm. The the thought of eating 
extra yeah, food was going to ruin my image. Yeah. I've eaten so much more food than I ever could have thought. And to be honest, I don't look that different. Reaping the rewards. I look it. better. I yeah. feel like I've recomped a little bit. It's definitely a, a thing that I feel like is more overcome and discovered by girls than it is guys. It's still everyone. It's universal. Um, but like that, yeah, you can eat a lot more than you think yeah, and that you should be, especially one big tip I'd give myself is not to be so focused on cutting and losing weight. You should allow yourself very small periods of time to do that. But the most important thing is that you are massing or, you know, like eating in a surplus enough to, it doesn't have to be an extreme thousand calorie surplus, like you're eating 4,000 a day or whatever. Um, Like it all depends on what your goals are. But if it's, you want to be in a long-term surplus for, you know, six plus months of just building muscle and just, it's a, like I said, it's a slow process. So you have to allow the time for it. And you're not going to build muscle when you're trying to lose weight. And there's so many people too that start out and they're like skinny fat. And what they do is that they go to lose weight straight away. They're like, oh, yeah. But then you end up doing that and you're just like skin and bones. Well, you know, like. Can I also say, I know a lot of women like your mum and my mum has done this as well. They think to get skinny, you need to be eating ridiculously low calories i'm talking yeah. like 1200 calories yeah. a thousand calories that is going to do the exact opposite of what you want it to do yeah. sure you might see results at the very start for a little bit but a it's lot of maintainable no and a yeah. lot of people like they don't realize if you are eating low calories your body's going to hold on to what it can hold on to and you're not going to lose the weight you want to lose for a lot of people if they want to lose weight they actually have to increase their calories yeah add in movement like the gym increase your calories so your body can go oh I actually don't need to hold on to every ounce of the food that you're giving it. Yeah. Because if you're only eating a thousand calories, that's not even enough to keep you going, to keep your body functioning in general. It needs more than that. So it's going to hold on to every little bit and try and survive. So if you increase your calories, it can let go of that little survival instinct that it has. And you can actually restart your metabolism, sort of. Yeah. And you'll start losing weight. Yeah, yeah. Like, foods are not the enemy. You you actually have to eat to be able to get to your goals. Yeah. If you want to lose weight, you have to be eating a certain amount. No less. If you want to gain, eat a lot. I'd say it's more important to, if you're new and starting out, to consult someone about your diet before you consult anyone about your training. Yeah. If you train, regardless of, like, an elevated heart rate of any sort you'll see results like in terms of like, well, it depends what you're doing. If you're doing, even if you're doing hypertrophy training and you're, you know, like uh, pumping the weights and everything, activity is not hard to like stuff up on essentially, but your diet is very easy to stuff up on. You know, like you'll, your diet will break down or you won't be eating correctly before your activity is what is to blame like the reason you might plateau or might hit a you know uh, a you know a spot where you're not progressing and you're like what the fuck's happening is because of what you're eating you might have eaten shit the last couple days and it's just built up and then it's led to that or you know and and it also comes down to things like sleep as well it's everything else like i would consult a dietitian or you know pts give good meal plans as well or anyone online that you might find 
I would or I would 100% because it's if your goals are hypertrophy and you know gaining muscle it's all in what you eat it's not in yeah. exactly how you train but I want to emphasize that it's not the enemy like yeah. you just don't have yeah. to cut things out you don't have to starve yourself you don't have to deprive yourself of chocolate and coffee and all the nice things you have Balance. it yeah in moderation yeah. it's not the enemy you need to eat enough no matter what your goals are you need to eat enough if you want to lose you need to eat enough if you want to gain yeah 100%. but don't be afraid don't be afraid of it yeah it's good for you it's fuel yeah, it, yeah, it's it's a necessity. Hundred percent. Don't run away from your food. All no, right, no, food is good. Last one. <laughs> if you've listened in the last couple episodes, uh, you'll know our points already on this. But uh, this is very important if you're new and starting out in the gym. But steroids are never the answer, and you should stay well away from them, especially when you're starting. Even if you're, I'd say, stay well away from them in general. But especially when you're starting, like there's that guy on TikTok at the moment who has the really bad back knee mm. at the moment mm-hmm. and he says it's worth it still. So he's taken steroids, this guy, and he's never been in the gym before, but he decided as soon as he stood, stepped in the gym, he's going to start taking steroids, you know, and he has no idea about anything. Like uh, we do knock steroids in terms of they help without you know, having to do as much or like I'd say uh, discipline on yourself as someone who's natural to see results. But in saying that, you can fuck yourself up very badly and have nothing come of it with using steroids when you've got absolutely no no knowledge. Like you eat nothing correct. You also don't know how your body responds to steroids. Everyone responds very differently. Some people get no acne at all. Other people like this guy gets like, it looks like he's just been shot in the back a hundred times and it's been scarred up on his back and the guy's still there going, oh, it's worth it, but like, you know, I've made progress and it's just like, well, no, you'd make that anyway, you know, it's just, and you've just done like irreversible changes to your endocrine system and your hormones and everything that you're never going to get back. You've decreased your life expectancy if you abuse it enough, which he looks like he is, you know, it's just so sad that that is unfortunately the case for not everyone that starts a gym but i know that there'd be a lot of people that start the gym and move to that and as soon as you start it like you've fucked up like straight away like it's irreversible if you want our thoughts on steroids go back and listen to our other episodes i think it's pretty self-explanatory don't do steroids yeah they're not worth it yeah but i think we should wrap up our oh our tips. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Grace is taking the balls of this one. <laughs> no, I think we should just because people, if you want to know what we think, yeah. go back and listen go to our listen, other episodes. Go listen to the this other one. This is a long episode. It, 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 and we still have one more question. They're our, I guess, tips if you're starting out or what we would have told ourselves. Sorry. If we could go back in a time machine and let our younger selves know, look, do this, stick to it. That was kind of shambles, but yeah, hopefully you caught the gist hopefully you uh gained something i'm just really gonna quickly being a bit more of a nice philanthropy philanthropy uh i'm struggling with my words today philanthropy i don't know philosophy 
no, it's like philanthropy or something. I think. Oh. Don't okay. Um, anyway, those were our tips. And we've got one more quick question. Very quick question. From, from health underscore S underscore M. What's his, does he have a name? Health is gangster. Okay. Um, but this guy, shout out. Shout out Health SM. Um, he asked us just quickly what are uh, our favorite chest exercises this is a great so question I for me will answer this question for you because no i want to give my opinion as well obviously doesn't train chest i'm also gonna give my favorite <laughs> chest exercises um, anyway so at the moment quick uh, fire rapid fire so don't overcomplicate your chest days my favorites at the moment are i do the plate loaded seated um uh Whoa, what is that? Plate loaded, uh, seated, seated uh. hammer strength, like incline pressing. The one where you're sitting like how I am now and you press sort of up and it does your um, does your upper chest. That one's great. I prefer that over like dumbbells. It's way more secure. Machines are just always better. And then I do um, just like cable flies or the pec deck flies. Doesn't matter. Whatever you feel more comfortable with. Uh, that's They're the two that I they're run your, at the moment. They're, they're my favourites. Yeah. I don't really do say. anything for my lower chest because you'd be it's surprised. Everyone, everyone needs to work their upper chest before their lower chest. Lewis and, already has big lower chest. And pecs. I don't flat press because I just think it's pointless, to be honest. So, yeah, yeah. they're my two favourites, go-tos. My favourite is, is cable flies. Cable flies. I always, if I'm ever, if I ever feel, if I ever feel a little bit silly and I feel like doing some pegs, if I ever feel a little bit silly and goofy, (laughs) I will always do cable flies. I and they will have me sore for Mm. the next two weeks after (sighs) I do them. That's just because Grace infrequently (laughs) trains chest. Train chest maybe like once a month, not even. Yeah. If I do, I do cable flies because they're so good. They just give the best squeeze ever and they look so good. If you look in the mirror while you do it and you have like a sports bra on or whatever guys will wear that's the equivalent, you can see like your whole chest Mm. moving. It's crazy. Um, I also like that seated, the seated plate loaded one. But it's the flat press uh, variation, not the incline. Wait, what do you mean flat press? press the upright flat press yeah like you're still out. on an incline yeah, but you but guys it's not it's not an incline press though it's not for your upper chest that one i don't care what it is it's for, for but like it's really good mid. honorable mention if you have a converging flat press machine they're always really good and uh if you have the plate loaded uh fly machine like the one that's like a bench and you lay back flat and it's got the handles have you seen them and you put mm-hmm. plates on I want to try that so bad. I know like world gyms and stuff have them. They look so good. Like I would do that 100% every time over like a cable fly or anything. Like it's kind of like a pec deck, but it's plate loaded. So it's just nice. Interesting. I've never seen that before. But they're our favorite chest exercises. Uh, let us know what your guys' favorite chest exercises are too. Let us know how you work your titties. Yes. Uh, and let us know if we did a good job covering some tips and stuff. Uh, if you're been inspired or if it's something that you can relate to if you're already uh, uh a gym bro uh, send us through your gym bro. send us through your tips and we'll shout yeah them out. yeah um we'll shout them out next episode but thank you everyone for listening thank you for being patient for the episode coming out a day later i know i know you've probably had to put your it's lives the on end hold of the world you've probably had to put your lives on hold oh waiting for the talk and fit podcast but it's here tuesday we'll be back next monday promise you that 
Uh, we love you all. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, it was a good one. Yes. All right. See you next Adios. week. Adios.